Great. Now you made me crabby going into this teasing thing, which is supposed to be bright and live and light. Listen, like, subscribe, and or follow. This is True Really News. Make all your friends do it, too. Where can you like, subscribe, and or follow us? Eyecatcher, Podnova, Podcast Gang, or Deezer. Do that now. I am in no mood. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. As far as you know. Scott. Way back in the 1990s, an anthropologist reported an Inuit man caught in a freezing storm had killed and butchered a dog with a knife-like implement crafted crafted from his own poop. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> So knowing a challenge you're on when, your own here, big fella. Knowing a challenge when they saw one. Researchers at Kent State University spent eight days eating an Arctic, mostly protein and fat diet, and waited for the inevitable. Once procured, they shaped their specimens into blades and froze them to 58 degrees below zero Fahrenheit, which is basically minus 50 Celsius. Where do you get a mold for that kind of thing? Pretty sure it's a stroke. The end result? I suppose it could be a mild heart attack. I mean, the frozen poop knives were certainly hard, but failed to cut meat. Basically, they just left streaks like a kid with a brown magic marker. I think the Inuit man was having a laugh at a trained anthropologist's expense. Probably sent him out for blinker fluid, too. Well, well, they're busy doing this. He's in the bag going, <laughs> uh, stupid people. <laughs> All right. You've got... So maybe they had a Who train. Who would buy that load of crap in the first place is what I'm saying. <laughs> so when they're training the anthropologist, maybe they should teach them the tells for when people are lying. Or, I don't know. Dose them up. I know, I realize common sense overall has died, but we must have some, you know, small shards of it somewhere. Couldn't you maybe give them just a hair of that? Apparently, it's all used up being sprinkled over Washington, D.C. on a regular basis. It doesn't do any good there. Mm-hmm. So, in, is it Brisbane, Brisbane, or Brisbane? Brisbane. Okay, good. In Brisbane, Australia, mate. 27. We see Idaho. You want to have a talk about that one? Nope. Okay. <laughs> it's in Idaho. I don't know. <laughs> 27 year old Angie Yen had her tonsils removed in April, a simple surgery that went smoothly, according to news.com. But on April 28th, that would be like 19, nine days later. Okay. As she got ready for work, she was singing in the shower, as some people are wont, and noticed something different. The hills are alive with the sound according of to music. Yen, she was singing in a different sound and talking words in a funny accent. Hello, mate. She called a friend who agreed that her accent suddenly sounded Irish. And told <laughs> um, her about four, F-A-S. I have never, it, foreign accent syndrome. Mate, I've heard of this. I don't have this because I can't do any other accents. I can barely speak English, but that's another story. Kind of delightful. Well, actually, I speak American. Yep. Yen went to the hospital, but doctors told her to go home and see if the new accent would disappear in a few days. It might wear off. Instead, she bought two kilts and several sheep and now has a fondness for sheep's stomach. 
No, wait, that wasn't it. Two weeks later, the brogue remains, and Yen is scheduled for an MII and a visit with a neurologist. It's an accent, lady. Angie, let it go. Oh, she said, I'm very lucky to have supportive friends and family. If they find something, hopefully there's a cure or treatment for it. Cash in on it. You're in Australia with an Irish accent? You're going to be the most famous chick in Australia. You're not going to buy another drink at a bar ever. The guys are going to love how you sound, or gals, depending on, you know, I, you know I'm not way, one I, to judge. It's not my place, but, yeah. You know. <laughs> I got to work on my Irish brogue. You got to work on haggis, because I think that's a Scottish confection. Really? Well, that yeah. would explain a lot. Exactly. Because the Irish are much too smart to eat a sheep stomach filled with... <laughs> Filled with sheep innards. Ugh. Here, let's take the inside of the sheep, put it inside the sheep, and then eat it. <laughs> and boil it. Boil it. That's the best part of it. Metaphors. Yes. I refuse to call them bad motive metaphors because these high school students are brilliant. She walked into my office like a centipede with 98 missing legs. <laughs> that kid's got a future. It was an American tradition, like fathers chasing kids around with power tools. See, that's something I don't understand because our power tools all had cords, so you couldn't really chase really well with Can't, them. Although yeah. my son was once chased by a friend with a deer's head. I don't think that counts. <laughs> he was one of them huntermen. Anyway, power tool deerhead. I can see the connection. <laughs> well, how do you think he got it off? The sardines were packed as tight as the coach section of a 747. Her, her artistic sense was exquisitely refined, like, like someone who can tell butter from I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> It came down the stairs, looking very much like something no one had ever seen before. <laughs> that one, I, I just, I love that That's one. Very much like something no one had ever, ever seen, before. seen before. I just love That's that. That's a spectacular line. <laughs> and you know you read something and you go, that line is worth the price of the book? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That um, line would be worth, kid, right. <laughs> <laughs> this one's derivative, but it's brilliant. She was as unhappy as when someone puts your cake out in the rain and all the sweet green icing flows down and then you lose the recipe. And on top of that, you can't sing worth a damn. <laughs> Take that, Richard Harris. Wait a minute. I like MacArthur's Park, kid. <laughs> kid gets an F. See these eyes? <laughs> I'll be Me and you, Junior. <laughs> now I want cake. <laughs> And I want to play MacArthur's Park. Exactly. I can see that. <sighs> Australia. This has sucked all the fun out of my life now. Giving Richard Harris can sing, sort of. Well, he was in musicals. He must be able to. If goats can sing, sure. Austra <laughs> I didn't write the line. You can't put that on me. Australia's... Yes, I can. You've known me for a long time. <laughs> That's true. You blame me for your aunt's gout. I do, and you've never even met my aunt or her goat. Australia's oldest ever man has included eating chicken brains among his secrets to living more than 111 years. Dexter Kruger is a retired cattle farmer. This week marked an anniversary. 
He is now 111, 120, 111 years, 124 days old, which makes him a day older than Jake Lockett, who was a World War I vet when he died in 2002. So he is now the oldest living man in Australia ever. Cougar told the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, probably with a bit of an Australian accent, <laughs> that maybe Irish because he's in Australia. That could be. He had the young woman come in. Yeah. He said that a weekly poultry delicacy had contributed to his longevity, chicken brains. You know, chickens, they have a head, and in there's a brain, and they are delicious little things. There's only one little bite, which suddenly I'm thinking, I don't know, Silence of the Lambs. Kruger, you know what I mean? Well, it'd be Silence uh, of the Chickens. Clarice, did you bring the chicken? Is there some Chianti about? Kruger and Pava Beans? <laughs> Scariest line in a movie ever. Kruger's 74-year-old son, of course he is, credits his father's simple outback lifestyle for his long life. If you're keeping track, the founder of the Australian Book of Records, John Taylor, says Kruger's the oldest living Australian man. He's got a ways to go, though. The oldest living ever verified Australian woman died in 2002. Christina Cook was 114 years and 148 days. Wow, good on you, Christina. Can I just state for the record book that if I have a vote? Yeah. Um, and I have to eat chicken brains to do it? Yep. I don't want to live that long. <laughs> just let me die. I'll go. Quietly. Please. Small stroke. That's hard. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.